Hello, dear star shines. Christina here with Life Body Academy. Welcome to today's lunchtime chats. For those of you who are new, my name is Christina and I am the acceleration expert. And we are here to talk about topics and issues that are significant for us star seeds and way showers. So because we have abilities that are beyond perhaps what our uh, uh, typical human family embraces, we have uh, challenges and perspectives that are very unique to us. And I am here to provide to the best of my ability, a liberated perspective on those topics and issues. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the lunchtime chats. Um, I'm going to pause here and give people some time to uh, hop on. I'm a little late getting on today, so uh, you know we'll just have to <laughs> just chill out and and wait for the peeps to to tune in and come on board. Hello, dear sister Carol. Good to see you, darling. So we have such a wonderful crew of folks that join us every week. And then there's um, a hundred more even that do watch the recordings and give us some great feedback. So thank you everybody for uh, for your contribution and and helping us sustain these chats and and keep the topics going, keep things interesting, and always uh, always uh, you know keeping it real, right? Hola, aloha. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. They're so similar those words. So we have dear sister Joanne. Aloha from Hawaii, and dear sister Beverly, hola from uh, Toronto. Hello, Tammy, darling. Welcome, welcome, welcome from Kansas. So we have all we have all sisters from all over the place. Uh huh. And dear sister Polly says, I rarely ever miss these chats. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you all. So good to have you guys. Um, yeah. So you know, I've been doing some live events lately, and or I should say I've done a couple days of a live event recently and I got to people a lot more than I have in quite some time. And I'm so pleased to get um, really good feedback about the chats. There are people that came up to talk to me uh, at our booth and, and um, after our talk, after the talk I was doing, just to let me know that they really enjoyed the chats and they thought that they were um, really supportive. Uh, so, so thank you so much for, for that kind of feedback. It really helps me want to keep going with this, you know, because, you know, to me, I'm sitting in a room and, um, I'm just hearing myself talk about these topics and issues that I think about. Right. And, uh, yeah, so, so it's kind of like, it, I don't know, it's really cool to see how these, these thoughts and these sharings land with people and, and are helpful in cultivating your own perspective and what is your own, uh, truth within these, um, you know, grid works of understanding that we're navigating right now. So um, I got to people a lot more and connect with people. It was wonderful. I got to remember what it is to do public talks again in person. That is awesome. I just love that. One of my um, favorite things to do within a talk is to really leave people inspired, you know, inspired that they can be doing something to enhance or advance or, you know, deepen their trust within themselves or, or advance and enhance their, their personal skills. So so um so i got to revisit that in person and that was so so amazing all right hello dear brother andrew good to see you it's andrew and danielle in the mountains of colorado Woohoo! i hope to be, be returning to the mountains soon 
And then, uh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Awesome. All right. So these are the things I want to talk about today. So in the past, uh, and I believe it's in the descriptions of the chats where I talk about this in the past, I've talked been talking about the structures of Saturn and the dark Lords of Saturn and, you know, the different kinds of, um, infiltration that's, that's happened within the structures of our society and stuff like this. Um, so I want to talk about that, but also in the relationship to collective consciousness grids. And because um, I'm seeing massive evidence, I mean, I mean, a mountain of evidence that the collapsing of these um, control system grids, 4D grids, is really something that is happening. And it's actually shifting these Saturn structures, too. And these grids, I would say, are beyond maybe what we would consider the 4D canopy. It's more of a structure, sub subconscious structure within our bodies. Um, but, uh, but still I'm seeing massive, um, um, data sets, um, pointing to that these structures are changing on a, on a deep, deep level. And the, uh, and those of you who maybe weren't there for those talks, when I was talking about Saturn, the systems, the structures that Saturn holds within our subconscious are the things like the medical system, the media, the, the network media that we have, the education system, our food system, military. Okay. These fundamental structures to our societies are based off of energies held in place by a being known as Saturn. Yes, that planet with the rings around it, right? So uh, it's always helpful to be on the ground and see the perspective from, you know, living the human life. That, that That's helpful because, because we need to be able to be aware of what's going on. But this other perspective I want to share with you guys is also um, part of that. And this is how we are able to unhook ourselves from the hooks and the drags, the triggers, the, um, you know, the, uh, the emotional outrage juicing that we get addicted to within that 4D. This is how we transcend that because we can connect it to a much bigger picture going on, a much bigger picture that we can actually feel as a deep resonant truth within our bodies, within our being, right? So, um, so I want to talk about, you know, star seeds and way showers, how we just be as we are, we just be as we are, and we are having our impact. Okay, we are quite literally, because of our, the, the collective resonance of our very being is, is at a resonance right now that, uh, you know, we are quite literally creating a new grid of consciousness just by our very being. So I want to talk about that. I want to go into that much deeper. Um, and then uh, I also want to show you. All right. So there's a couple areas of this I'm going to talk about. This is what I've seen um, the holes being uh, happening within the allopathic um, medical system. The um, the major flaws, of course, we're discovering with media with the whole censorship and, you know, um, uh, curtailing messaging specifically to elicit certain uh, um, responses. And then the manipulation with our education system and what that's been doing and how that is shifting. Um, so those are the and, and also I'll talk a little bit how our leaps in consciousness and science. This is this is, uh, you know, this system is going to go down kicking and screaming. <laughs> but the fact is, our consciousness is leaping to such a degree where if, when it doesn't make sense, it just doesn't make sense. We can't make a square peg fit into a round hole, if you know what I mean. 
All right. Hello. All right. So dear sister Joanne says, so glad to hear that the massive data sets uh, um, regarding the power over structures. Yes. Yes. Good news regarding uh, deconstructing. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Thank you, Joanne. And then dear sister Laura says, hugs and love from Laura in Colorado. Good to see you, darling. Awesome. We have our, our representatives in Ohio and Colorado and all over the place. That's awesome. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so where do I start? Where do I start? Mm -hmm. All right, let's talk with start with our with the war machine, right? The war, all the propaganda going on on all sides of the argument. So now that we have seen a narrative get spun and then crash and burn fail, and then real quickly another narrative gets spun. Now that humanity has seen that happen, I feel like the propaganda is not as gripping as it once was okay and uh one of the most obvious ones was the whole uh, uh bio lab thing right that that original release of information was instantly banned and censored and the people were were accused of spreading misinformation and then when you know it a week later there is a official um, congressional testimony by the Undersecretary of the United States confirming, right, that they're, they are they are there, but then also really quickly saying that, oh, but if there's any if there's any um, bioweapon shenanigans, it's definitely the Russians. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like how could she actually know that? It's, it's just kind of like an overlay. They're just kind of cover it up, smooth it over, so they can keep the message going. You know, so so reveals like that are not. The, the media may be sweeping it under the rug, but everybody else who's caught that is taking notice. And that means that there is now a level of thought form within the brain that is in resonance with other people who have already been holding that space of they're not, no one's telling us the truth, it's all propaganda. And let me just narrow down more what I'm talking about. Your thoughts and emotions, right? The thought patterns in your brain and the brain patterns you're, you're, that happen while you're having emotions have electromagnetic signatures. Okay, so that's how they're able to gauge happiness looks like this, this in the brain. Sadness looks like this in the brain. Dep depression looks like this in the brain. They're able to map it out, but it also has a very significant electromagnetic signature that they have been able to isolate in people. Right. So. I break that down with the whole idea about the different levels of brain waves equal to consciousness. So, uh, for example, the beta frequencies being awake alertness, you in your linear mind, in your typical ego driver, making your day happen, doing your world, making your plan, planning your day, week, month, year relationship, blah, 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 right? Some people go that far, <laughs> right? And they're planning uh, and thinking about how things are going to go. Those are all beta frequencies. And if you can weave in some gratitude and happiness and joy and bliss into those uh, mundane experiences, you'll be adding alpha waves. Now, both alpha waves and beta waves have electromagnetic, electromagnetic signatures. And when you combine them, they create a more sophisticated signature, right? Well, then we also have the, the um, part of our brain wave that is perfectly uh, suitable to in, in resonance to the abstract realms. These are the realms beyond the veil. These are the realms, the invisible realms. These are the magical realms, you know, the different realms that that are maybe considered the subtle bodies, right? 
that our, our delta and theta brain waves pick up on that information. And, and the way I approach this, it's like we cultivate the practice of having multiple electromagnetics happening at the same time during the waking life. So that way your dream time eventually becomes equally accessible when you're awake than when you're, and when you're asleep. And then, uh, then we can start addressing reality or by that time you're addressing reality in a much different way. You're not worrying about the linear, you're not trying to create things with the linear tools. Instead, you're embracing creating things with the quantum tools. And, th and that's a really powerful way to work. But you have to be comfortable in being able to navigate, which means you need to have an electromagnetic energy signature capability within your brain waves to be able to handle that, to be able to perceive on all those levels at once. And you can even say that sleeping people have a sleeping people as in those that are in the program and that have not woken up out of the, you know, more expansive ways of thinking and different and, and entertain different perspectives. They have an energy electromagnetic signature of a certain frequency and uh and you know and they when they when people are walking around that frequency they are resonating with others and this is where consciousness grids come in so you have a whole bunch of people say resonating at a frequency let's say between 40 and 55 like you know i'm just using a number for arbitrary purposes that means they are all susceptible to the grid consciousness grids that resonate with that particular level. So they quite literally, because of the electromagnetics they're holding in their brain, they quite literally plug in through resonance into these consciousness grids. This makes sense so far what I'm talking about. Okay. Now we have been hearing from so many dear star shines here and, and people, um, uh, you know, uh, elsewhere doing this lovely work, awakening work, that are commenting about um, there's a lot of grid work workers showing up. There's a lot of um, people um, uh, taking down consciousness grids, collapsing consciousness grids, putting up consciousness grids, anchoring new grids, all this stuff. And, and this is all significant for this very piece that I'm talking about with the electromagnetic magnetic signature of the brain waves happening in your brain. Depending on where you are in resonance, those are the different grids you are now going to occupy. So if you are one that is um, resonating within the, uh, the programmed narrative, you are going to resonate with the consciousness grid, an additional artificially constructed and maintained consciousness grid that is, that is designed to maintain that frequency. Okay. But, you know, we are realizing how these veils are falling, 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 and there's so much more vastness available to us than ever before. All it takes is realizing you can, you can just simply shift your thoughts into something else, and that's all you need to really unplug from those grids. That's how easy it is. It didn't used to be that easy, guys. Before, it was, it was a huge struggle. It would be a massive act of will to unplug from these grids, but now it's just a matter of changing your habit, your electromag, AKA your electromagnetic um, brainwave um, signature. That's all it is. So now you switch that and now you're unplugging from, from those suppressive grids and going into a resonance with those grid works that are more highly um, expansive. And, and grids doesn't nece necessarily mean power over dynamics. Grids just means a collective resonance that's dominant. Right. So we have people who uh, have a brainwave signature that can easily plug into consciousness grids of the magical realms 
of the fey realms, of the um, of the uh, unicorn realms, of the dragon realms. Okay, so that's because all of these beings are coming are uh, closer, closer, closer to our reality, which means their consciousness grids are just a slight phase, you know, away from us and our daily habits. So we can simply work at re rearranging our thought patterns, our brain waves, and we quite literally unplug from the control system grids and go into the more expanded, more liberated type consciousness grids. Okay. And we go into these grids to discover another part of ourselves, right? And when, when we do, we wake, we reintegrate with a more expanded level of who we are. So, so the, the, it's a win-win on many, many levels. Now the, the, the image I want you to keep in mind here is that electromagnetic charge. Okay, the electromagnetic charge is not, e I mean, it's brain waves, but it's also your heart. It's also your bio suit. So you can quite literally um, be dancing and playing within many different grid works of reality by, by harnessing and focusing your frequencies within your bio suit. Love is a wonderful way to navigate. If you really enhance the heart field, you are, you're, you have access to all sorts of resonance uh, patterns that are, uh, you know, feed life, that feed beauty, that bring forward peace. Okay. So I'm saying all this because whether you are interested in being informed in the uh, narrative or not, by you simply holding a certain flavor spectrum of electromagnetic resonance within your being, you are contributing to the unraveling and the falling away of these systems. You are, you, because other beings are sympathetically resonating with you. This is why they're pushing so hard to start a big, you know, to expand the fighting, to, you know, the, to expand the war in uh, between Russia and Ukraine, because they are not getting the sympathetic brainwave response. They are not getting the response that they want. People are not in a large enough numbers plugging into the war consciousness grid. They do not want that. Okay. That's a grassroots thing. This is not a political thing. This is the everyday human being. The part of me that, you know, me living my life is exactly like another person in the Ukraine living his life or someone in Russia living their life or someone in Yemen living their life. You, you know what I mean? The everyday people are not willing to jump onto the bandwagon like they used to be impulsed to in the past. So this is wonderful news for us guys. That means it's working. What we've been doing is working, <laughs> you know, maintaining our frequency, maintaining our standing in our truth, you know, staying in these positions within ourselves and not selling out, you know, to acquiesce to this or that with our brainwave patterns and our heart resonance, we are quite literally reclaiming through the sympathetic resonance, our reality. And, and yes, the big, you know, it looks like a David and Goliath kind of thing, but we are the ones that are being supported here more than the, um, we'll just call it the war pig game, right? And that's because we have Saturn working with us now. We now have the pure consciousness of Saturn, the unbridled, unhindered, original intention of support from Saturn streaming down and weaving its consciousness into our experience, okay? 
um, I know I'm, I'm kind of like going up, shooting up this way, but that, but that's what I really want to um, point out here is that these structures are falling away because they're no longer supported. They no longer have the support that they used to have. Um, and because of that, that means there's a huge power grab of, you know, play happening right now. There's all these different factions coming to this planet that want to claim that, that authority. But listen, if we are the ones who claim it, us humans that have been born in a bio suit on this planet that are the descendants of the, you know, are the descendants of Anu and uh, the Pleiades and the Octorians and the Syrians and the Andromedans and the, and the, um, and the Oceans, right? Us who are the recipients of the star knowledge that are the keepers of the star consciousness. If we take it for who, you know, for, ourselves and all life on this planet then you know we that's that's the new paradigm that's going to proliferate for the next several thousand years we have to do that and we do that not with war not with arms we do that with living the way we prefer to live okay all right there's a few things uh, uh dear sister sister <laughs> dear brother andrew is chiming in so andrew says a unicorn with two horns is a Bicorn. Oh, <laughs> well, no, I've never heard of that before, but it makes total sense, right? Um, uh, dear sister, all right, so his wife Danielle here. I have noticed that people aren't plugging in as much to the war bandwagon. It's almost like the what it's almost like white noise when I am talking to people, they rarely bring it up, if ever. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. Thank you for that. Yes, and the more we get out and interact with people, we will be interacting about the things that we find important, that we are interested in connecting with and talking about, right? So uh, so when we do that, people entrain with our energy, right? Because we are, because we are um, you know, consolidated within ourselves and people are still very um, out of control with their frequency. They don't know what to orientate to. And really people just wanna feel better. They just wanna feel less stress, less anxiety. And if being around you means less stress and less anxiety, they're more than happy to entrain with your energy when you're around. I think a lot of us have this kind of experience that people just feel more peaceful when we're around, <laughs> you know? Um, and that's because of our frequency. We're doing that, we're emanating that. We are an example of what it is to not be plugged into those grids work, grid works. And on a deep subconscious level, some part of that person wants to be unplugged from those grid works too. So, you know, that resonance will start to happen. All right, and dear brother Andrew says, Andrew here, I always thought Saturn was a major part of the control matrix. Are you saying that Saturn has shifted allegiance and is now on our side? Ah, yeah, right, right, right. Ooh, yeah, so let me pick that one apart because, uh, Yes and no, I'm going to say on that, uh, and I'll tell you why it's both. Hello, darling sister. Uh, good to see you, Sherry. Glad to have you here. All right, so this is an excellent question, Andrew, and I want to I want to uh, split the hair here. Okay, so the control systems were hijacked by dark lords, what I call dark lords of Saturn, and quite literally, all of those planets, the whole structures, have been hijacked in the past. So Jupiterian Dark Lords is a real thing too. And actually they're kind of like the really nasty guys. And the in the Saturn, and I say nasty guys as in because they they really um, play deeply in the unseen realms and in the demonic realms and and you know, well, look, Darth Darth Vader, right? The making of a dark dark lord. 
has already been revealed to us. This, so there are beings that get made into these beings, right? And they become um, caretakers or let's say custodians of the frequencies of Jupiter, which means you have to deal with that dark Lord if you're going to um, claim any sovereignty over what Jupiter is weaving through your subconscious. So that's the same similar thing with Saturn. So what I'm saying is that a lot of those agendas that led to the creation of those dark lords are falling away and quite literally those dark lords are waking up themselves. They are waking up to the reality that they were created. They were not always in that in this state. And once they get a glimpse of that, they have the slightest little yes in their heart to come go home again. They do like to come back to themselves again, they they do, and it happens. So a lot of the collective resonance of dark lordship <laughs> over the Saturn systems have woken up and are spinning out. And as it spins out of our system, it actually leaves our underworlds as well. And there's lots of people that have been re reporting the underworlds, quite literally, the geography of the underworld is changing big time because there's realms that, don't, that used to be there that aren't, that aren't there anymore, like um, some phantom realms that were connected to, to other star systems and planets and planetoids and ships and stuff. And then you have um, all kinds of um, elemental beings that were locked in dark form that were maintaining a place within inner earth. All that stuff is getting cleared out because of this opening. So as the Pachamama opens and heals, so do all the other planets of the solar ring. It's actually not just, it's not just happening on Pachamama, it's happening with our sun too. Our sun is changing, shifting, growing and integrating with the lost part of itself, a part of itself that was in phantom realm somewhere. Um, and as it reintegrates, all of the planets in the solar ring reintegrate with lost parts, including us, because we're, you know, we're individual stars in a biosuit. So it's a, it's a we game completely. So as um, all of us have these soul pieces reintegrate within us and we wake up to other levels of ourselves, those, those, those shadow parts get light they become they get revealed in the light and then they get that opportunity to wake up to wake up and go home or to continue in their journey in which case it's not they it's not to continue deeper into the light they're they're going to choose their journey to go deeper into fragmentation um but there's a way you can wake um, beings up like that and show them where the journey of fragmentation is going to take them. <laughs> a lot of times they'll, they'll decide to, okay, yeah, I think it's better to go home now, you know. Um, but anyway, so these beings are, are here to hold, they were here in holding space for these structures to, um, to be brought to fruition in our reality. And uh, when I say our reality, I'm talking about the 3D realm that humans occupy. And that we maintain the whole reason why this reality exists really is because we have a biosuit allowing it to exist. If we didn't have a biosuit to, um, you know, to experience this 3D realm in, there would be no 3D realm. All right. Um, I know that that kind of defies a lot of other um, teachings, but um, this is my I, I've come to this conclusion from observation um, by going in and out of these realms and seeing how they all weave together. It's like now I'm realizing the, the, that's you can directly affect this realm by directly changing something within your body. So uh, that that those data sets alone really validate my hypothesis here. What I'm talking about. All right, let me get back to you. so 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 the war machine, right? So the dark lord of the war machines, yeah, right. Not not doing good. Used to have total mastery here, total command 
over the domain of the human mind and it doesn't anymore because we don't want it. We absolutely do not want it. Um, oh, 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 that's the piece I'm missing here. Sorry, Andrew. And that is the Saturn and Jupiter and these different star, um, different planets have stars that radiate through them. So for example, um, Regulus um, is a fixed star that um, has star consciousness that fills the field of Saturn and weaves that into, in that energy, that star consciousness is woven in through the, um, the luminous webs of what Saturn weaves in. You see what I'm saying? So now where there were dark Lord power over dynamics, holding those structures or um, dominating those structures that are being woven together. Now it's more purely um, star frequencies. And, and for example, this regulus energy coming through Saturn. Okay. And then you have other star systems that come through the different planets as well. Uh, and it really depends on, um, well, there's, there's lots of, actually, I don't even know how to sum up succinctly the different levels that it depends on, but um, long story short, all these, all these um, um, celestial bodies filter into our consciousness through the planets of our solar ring. Um, so just to sum it up like that. So now rather than having these hijacked inverted realities of playing out within our subconscious and coming into our world, they're now being, being set straight and they're being uh, um, resurrected in the form that they were meant to be, you know, that their original intentions of it to be. And now we get more pure starlight, pure um, encodements that are not reversed and in, inverted. So now we are creating it from a deep subconscious level, creating these structures that are actually in line with the truth of who we are. So um, the war machine is an example. Medical system is another example. Major infiltration tyranny of the medical system on this planet, and upon the humans of this planet. And it's coming out because, holy moly, I just read a, um, an article not that long ago where they they this oh oh it was about the Pfizer documents there's Pfizer's releasing all these documents somewhere buried in there they documented thousands thousands of um, miscarriages and they call that spontaneous abortions right um, as a potential side effect of of the of their vaccine specifically Pfizer and I mean this is a list of many many other thousands of people um, suffering horrific, um, side effects. That news is coming out and it's not being censored. So the actual game of the pharmaceutical industry that has infiltrated and contaminated the allopathic medicine system, it's like people are not buying into the game. People are waking up and realizing, holy crap, we are, we've been getting posed here. We have been getting lied to. They have been damaging our children for generations with the lies that they tell. They've been damaging humans for generations, millions and millions of humans, guys. I mean, look at the opiate crisis. That's, that's not a conspiracy theory. That is something that has been found to be so in the court of law and, um, and judgments have been, uh, uh, what do you call it, applied, right? Um, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, um, there's another company in there. They all got caught falsifying information, covering up the fact that their products, that they knew their products called, um, caused cancer. Okay, this is Johnson & Johnson and the talc, 
and the talc powder scandal. These, I mean, they were marketing it to babies and they knew they had information that showed that it caused cancer. You see what I mean? So this is all coming up more and more and more. So these uh, dark lord hijackings of these systems that actually could be very helpful for the for the existence of humanity are getting revealed and we are not we're not allowing it to go under the rug. We're not we're not shifting our frequency to go into the um, blinder asleep mode anymore. We cannot shut off what has been turned on. No matter what people think, you you know, you're not going to miss the boat. <laughs> I promise you stay alert, stay aware, stay in the in a commitment of seeking truth. You know, first finding finding out what your truth is and then pursuit of, a, of other kinds of truths, then you are not going to miss the party at all. It's only perhaps the ones that are going to bury their head or, you know, do whatever are going to miss the party. And that's because they, they, they um, skipped out on all the opportunities to tune themselves to the frequencies to be able to handle the shift, right? Okay, sorry, I'm going off on tangent there. So our medical system, the holes in our medical system are definitely showing up. Um, and the other piece to that is that there have been, there's billions of people around this planet who have cured themselves of incurable diseases holistically, not because they believed in holistic medicine, but because they were given no other choice. I mean, I'm talking about really um, like doctors, people deeply inter, um, indoctrinated into the system, getting um, a, a diagnosed with terminal illnesses, curing themselves holistically because they because they were told there was nothing else that can be done with allopathic medicine. And then they start speaking out. You know, this is how we learn censorship really is strong was 20 years ago when all these holistic medicine people were speaking out and getting censored. I mean, look at a great example is, um, of uh, Dr. Day. Dr. Day, she was a doctor at the Cleveland Clinic many decades ago. She uh, had, I think it was breast cancer um, and it spread through her body. And anyway, she went through all the rigmarole the allopathic medicine had to offer. And um, they were like, well, you know, sorry, there's nothing else we can do. And I think this is after a double mastectomy, right? So there's like, sorry, there's nothing else we can do, you know, just prepare make you know make preparations for your depart and she wouldn't accept that and long story short she pursued nutrition and, and other kinds of medicine and successfully healed herself of her breast cancer and this is decades ago you know and she was a department head she was a highly respected um uh administrative uh doctor within the um, cleveland clinic and then she came out with the holistic solution that she found to cure herself and she got slammed blackballed and censored she quite she got um professionally assassinated like per, um, her character assassinated um and she got blackballed and she was deplatformed and had no um no platform to share her information anymore right this was 20 years ago guys so this whole thing that we're seeing now happen left and right this is this game has always been getting played and that's because holistic medicine that many star seeds and, and way showers are drawn to quite literally takes the wind out of the sail of allopathic medicine. Most of their money making, most of their money makers, I'm talking about treatments and medicines, they would not be getting that income anymore. They would not be able to, you know, they would not be able to charge what they charge 
and they wouldn't, no one would be willing to pay it. I mean, who in the heck wants to go through, and I'm going to use breast cancer as an example because I've seen so many, so many in my journey last year of women who have had this. And by the way, they're saying that the ratios is, is um, one in three women now, right, um, will be diagnosed. But there are so many women that I've that I've seen go through the journey. I've seen them go through the allopathic journey. I've seen them go through an integrated journey where they were allopathic and holistic at the same time. They were doing both treatments. And I've seen women that completely um, did it holistically. And all and it's amazing. The ones that go through allopathic medicine, they age like 40 years within that short amount of time. They have extreme neuropathy. They're missing body parts. They don't have their plumbing. They don't have their breasts. They don't have their lymph, you know, things like this. And there, of course, there's additional complications that happen when you don't have the lymph that you need, you know. So, um, you, you, so there's all sorts of things that happen with that. Um, the women that I met that holistically cured their, their cancer, they're amazing, beautiful, vibrant. They have all their plumbing, they have all their, their body parts, and they're, they're living a happy, healthy, vibrant life. And it's really because they had no choice. They had to steer in that direction or else they would have, they, you know, the cancer would have taken them, right? So, so stories like that threaten the system. And the more and more star seeds and more and more way showers that, choose to treat themselves naturally and without the allopathic medicine not that allopathic medicine is all bad i'm thinking i thinking surgery is amazing emergency medicine is amazing some of their diagnostic techniques are absolutely genius and, and very useful but i'm talking about the the system in general and how it operates right um so so the more of us way showers that are reclaiming sovereignty and responsibility of our health we are actually pushing the allopathic medicine system away as being relevant to us. we want herbs we want acupuncture we want massage we want body work we want chiropractics we want um functional medicine we want you know i mean imagine if everybody could heal themselves with focused meditation in a hyperbaric chamber for christ's sake oh my gosh we can heal ourselves from anything with 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 high um with pressurized oxygen we just need to have the focus to do that we just need to um you know let ourselves go you know know how to put ourselves in those deep altered states and nurture our body intensely with the absorption enhanced absorption of oxygen because that is you guys know that 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 um that's the fuel for your mitochondria our mitochondria makes two i think there's two btus okay our mitochondria is two B2Us a piece, and we have trillions of them. That means that our physical body, the, the mitochondria in our physical body, has the capability to put out more heat and radiance than our own sun. Can you believe our own sun, guys? Just think about that for a second. Imagine if our mitochondria was full at its optimal you know, performance within ourselves. We would have immortality on this planet. We would have immortality. These bio suits would be able to operate like that. Okay. So are we taught about these things? No, this is all word of mouth because the people, the holistic doctors and the different centers that come forward with these kind of treatments get harassed. Profound healers get ran out of this country. Um, Dr. Semi is a great example. He was curing all kinds of incurable diseases, teaching people about an, alk an alkaline diet and what it and the importance of having um, clean bowels and stuff like this. And he got ran out. He got chased out of the country. They were going to put him in prison for treating people, for successfully treating people. 
you know so so this is something that um we that we're this shenanigan that's going on has broken apart the the stranglehold the system has people are waking up and realizing there's so much more going on there's so much more available because a lot of people knew us starseeds we definitely knew to stay the hell away from the hospital you know lord forbid if you get sick with something like covid we all had we created a plan you know not only did we research early treatment but we researched you know what can we do to, for any kind of major illness <laughs> you know because going into a medical establishment was turning into a hostile exchange you know mask up get the get the uh um uh, what do you call it uh um the the laser gun thing that they do for your temperature which now they find out is never not even accurate um and then there's a lot of medical buildings that were requiring their their patients to be vaccinated or else they wouldn't treat them right so it's kind of like this this um th what we feel like this is like ridiculous like how can anybody see this you know as a sound logic it goes completely against the hippocrates oath and all this stuff but it's actually serving us because it's forcing us to take that responsibility and force Forcing us into that level of sovereignty. What do we need to be healthy, vibrant? What do we need to not need medical care? What do we need to not need pharmaceuticals? Believe it or not, if you don't want to be on pharmaceuticals, stay the heck away from a medical doctor because they are all they are all uh, you know uh, trained to put you on something. They want you to you know something that you 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 have has some sort of pharmaceutical that they can prescribe you that they get a kickback from or something. You know what I mean? When really, if you have high blood pressure. You can change your diet and lifestyle, learn to meditate, right? That's going to totally change. You know, that is effective. That's proven to be effective. The Mayo Clinic did all kinds of studies on it. So, so you see what I mean? All of these, these ways and means that allopathic medicine has hijacked people's health and well-being is now getting taken back by the people. The people don't trust doctors. People don't trust the, the hospitals. You see what I mean? And they're waking up in that and, and having to, you know, make alternative plans or, you know, do stuff like that. I'm a huge fan of Qigong. Oh my gosh, Qigong is an amazing way to keep your body healthy. Uh, a real quick story here. Just um, So there was a point in time, and it might be a little TMI, there was, there was a point in time where my lymph nodes um, along my armpits and the side of my body would get really sore and like really sore. And it's like it's to the point where I didn't want to put on tight fitting clothes and massage wasn't doing it. And you guys know I love the Qi machine. I, I The Qi machine was not quite um, getting me over the hump on that. Um, and I started doing my um, Grandmaster Bantakchia um, put out a, um, a training course, an online training course for uh, how to alchemize sexual energy and turn it into healing energy and also how to reclaim your endocrine system, which is something that's near and dear to my heart, something that I've, I've always um, gone in and out of interest in. Anyway, I just did his chi alchemy uh, exercises a couple times with with um, breast chi and, and it's like all that soreness went away within an hour you know and I haven't you know, haven't had it since that's the power that qigong can give us because a lot of things you know um, that are hurting us now are really just energetic it's not a physical reason yet yeah, and if we can catch it while it's in the energetic, then we can heal ourselves on, on the energetic level before it has to manifest as an illness. This is the whole premise of the um, energy medicine practices of the Kero and the closed Mesa, is to catch illness and disease while it's still in the subtle bodies. Now imagine if everybody embraced their health like that, right? 
then we wouldn't we would be able to catch it with energy with frequency long before it turns into something that needs to be treated with herbs or some sort of physical physical engagement you know what i mean more people are waking up to those sorts of things and because of that i feel like the saturn frequency is supportive of people choosing those paths okay that's what i'm saying okay the other thing is with um the uh, other structure that's getting liberated here is our education system and that's because of the shenanigans that came that has been happening and the the outraged moms thank you all those moms that spoke up and stood up for their children someone needed to no one was going to and i'm so glad that it was you guys that you did that um even though you know that the, the school board some of those school boards were really hostile because they were super in the narrative and they were not willing to entertain any other thought other than the, the narrative that they agreed to support well quite literally uh, school boards around the country have been completely uh dismantled and new people put in because of those sorts of attitudes parents were not having it there are there are homeschool groups there are alternate educational groups there are all sorts of alternate ways to um, to send your children to you know like preschool type experiences or outdoors experiences those are exploding because parents are not willing to sacrifice their children to the system they don't want to do that so what's happening they're creating a new system they're dreaming a new system into being and it's happening and more and more and more it's going to get revealed um, the kinds of um, uh, atrocity and abuses that happen within our school systems um, and I'm talking about you know this is like subtle stuff you know and uh, you know not just you know your kid teaching learning things that you don't want them to be taught in school I'm not talking about you know the controversy of of um, critical race theory or or um, or sex ed or um, you know any of that stuff i'm talking beyond that i'm, t I'm talking um, versions of history i'm talking about acceptable standards of behavior i'm talking about levels of indoctrination that is what's that's what people are waking up to and they are not letting their kids just they're not just like saying oh well i have my kid has to go through this in order to have a real job in this world parents aren't doing that anymore they're taking the reins they're taking the responsibility for their kids Yes, there's some people who are not in the position to do that, but there are a lot of people who are in the position to do that. So that's what I'm talking about. And those who are doing it, you guys are the way showers, you guys are the star seeds, because we are the ones that truly believe in it enough to go through the trouble of doing it, right? All right, let's go ahead. And, uh, Dear Sister Beverly says, yep, I was once a homeopath, and the year I started practice, they legislated it and couldn't continue based on their rules. Oh, isn't that isn't that ridiculous? Oh my gosh! I know they could. Ohio completely crippled the um, Chinese medicine practice because you weren't allowed to prescribe herbs. Now Chinese medicine is acupuncture, herbs. There's there's like a, a and diet. You know, there's a there's a, it's a whole uh, holistic practice, and they really pretty much forced people who invested all that money into into training themselves to be Chi, um, Chinese doctors of medicine and actually. And actually um, crippled them to, and, and they were only allowed to practice one facet of the discipline. Now, I, I believe 
my acupuncturist, last time I talked to her, which was a couple days ago, that that is changing, that the medical board is changing, is shifting away, but um, it's really a shame. It's really, and that's why I can't find a great Chinese medicine practitioner yet because they only are allowed to practice one, one side of their medicine <laughs> here in the state. All right, let me keep going. Uh, so uh, then dear sister Joanne, here. Oh, look at that. I can show these things. Dear sister Joanne says, and um, Joanne says, and the 80 plus holistic MDs who spoke out and have died in the strangest ways. This information has been buried under propaganda on the, yeah, to the contrary. Yes, I know. Yes, yes, yes. And this is um, um, Mercola. Dr. Mercola was actually, well, actually he had to take his website down because he was getting threatened, but um, he was chronicling all of the mysterious deaths of holistic doctors. And it is astounding, absolutely astounding. You, it's hard to believe until you see it. You actually have to see the list and see the, um, some of them have like, had like the circumstances that um, the like the, the rule what they the what they ruled as the cause of death and stuff and it was it's just amazing absolutely amazing all right um dear sister sherry says they killed so many doctors for cracking the vax code showing failed immunity after birth caused by vax okay okay yeah th there's so much going on with that all right can't wait till the et med tech comes it's coming in this lifetime Oh, gosh, I know I have a controversial thing to talk about with that. You know what? I'll save it for the next chats because we're nearing the end of the hour. And um, but I am going to mention it. And, and you guys, please post things, comments in the Telegram group. Um, it's called Multidimensional Human in Telegram or post it in our Rise of the Multidimensional Human in um, in Facebook or. Um, oh, yeah. And, and, and I would like to hear your thoughts about Medbed technology your thoughts about the frequency technologies that are out there. There's all sorts of them. I just, over the weekend, um, dear sister, or, um, no, no, dear brother, Jimmy Schwab, uh, did a, he has this excellent bioscan machine and it was the most comprehensive bioscan I have ever seen done. I mean, it just pegged every little thing, all the different chromosomes, all the different layers, all the different kinds of blood cells in your blood, your plasma, your tissues, your ligaments, your eyeballs, I mean, your, your, the vessels in your brain, I mean, super, super, super comprehensive analysis of your vessels and arteries and it's really quite astounding. Um, uh, but there's a button there, right? And so this is the but I want to talk about later. So if you, I would love to hear your guys' um, thoughts about the these frequency technologies as a scanning system, but also as a treatment system. He had one that also treated the frequencies um, uh, as in brought balance to them, the ones that were in, that were in critical condition and stuff like this. Um, but there's also, there's other kinds of med bed technologies that I'm, I'm sure I don't even know about. I'd love to hear about it from you guys. Um, yeah, let's talk about that next week because I'm having some insights around that. Uh, and this is something that I'm discovering while in conversation with, um, with some of those old structures of Saturn, because a lot of that has been hijacked by AI kind of stuff that's more malicious, but then also having conversations with the Fey realms and the different, um, you know, those those beings that are right next to us that we can't, you know, they're kind of like phased into our, our reality that's in the process of weaving back into this reality. Those guys have some interesting takes on the med beds and, um, and AITI tech. So, um, 
I'm going to I'm going to continue to conversate with them and get get more information and more perspective. And I also want to get your guys's perspectives and then I'll, I'll share the insights that I that I find. All right, dear sister, um, Joanne says the school systems need to be revamped from the bottom up. Teachers need to have done um, work on themselves, as does any counselor. Otherwise, they perpetrate their psycho-emotional agendas. Yes, that's true. That's very true. I know I had a, I mean, I've had, I had some great teachers, amazing teachers, and, and some of them really stern. I mean, they were amazing teachers and super stern. It's not about nice or not. Um, really, as a kid, as a teenager, I could tell when it was really, I was just, you know, people were, you know, spewing their psycho-emotional bullshit versus, you know, being disciplined and agenda-driven as far as making sure I get the information gets delivered to me. You know, I could really tell the difference. And I had, I had some really toxic teachers that really ruined the school experience for me. It's like, I didn't want to go to that class, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I had other teachers that were like super stern and just matter of fact, and I love them because there was so much freedom in the sense that I wasn't going to, I wasn't worried about getting attacked. I wasn't, you know what I mean? I can just be, and as long as I do what I'm supposed to do, everything was great. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it was very clear what the rules were and, and, you know, it was very simple. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you with the whole teacher thing. All right. Um, Andrew says, Beverly, you can still be a homo homeopathic practitioner. Just have to keep it on the down low. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I do. I keep things on the down low, even though most of my work is all within the um, abstract realms and energy medicine and stuff like this. I do have a... Um, a uh, a license by the medical board for orthopedic body work. Um, but in some states, it's not legal to put those two things together. So you just do it on the down low in the sense of in the moment, if there's a treatment that is effective, then you can just do that. You don't actually market yourself as that body work piece. You market yourself as, you know, as something that is more vanilla envelope and acceptable. And then the people who want that kind of treatment you know, they'll come and then it's just an in the moment agreement between you like that. That's how I've worked around it in the past. Um, <laughs> Andrew also says, or you can move to Mexico and practice here. <laughs> yes, Mexico would be fun. Uh, some parts of it anyway. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Then um, Andrew says, even the master shaman who is training Danielle and me was threatened recently for training us and writing a book about the practice. Wow. Interesting. Interesting, huh? Yeah. And is that in Mexico, Andrew? Um, let us know. Um, then it says, yes, it's not about being nice. It's about being real and straight and being a straight shooter. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, and I really appreciated um, teachers that were like that. And people, I just appreciate people who are like that because the, the exchange is so much easier because it's just straightforward. There's no, you know, crap, no sliming, no slamming, you know, none of that stuff going on energetically. Um, and believe me, I definitely um, had a, a defiant streak. So if if, if, I, if there was a, a teacher really pushing my buttons as far as like really, you know, really pushing where, what I beyond what I thought was beyond appropriate, I would certainly react to them. Um, and I wasn't afraid to, I wasn't afraid to do that because I felt you know, I'm an, I was an indigo, you know, injustice. I'll, I'll stand up for injustice. <laughs> you know, I'll stand up to fight injustice. <laughs> okay, so, um, so we have the medical system crumbling and new structures through 
through electromagnetic resonance that are rising. Okay, so this is tying it all together. All the people who are seeking out this alternative education because they've woken up to things, to um, to you know relating to media in a completely different way because they because they woke up to things and that are seeking different lifestyles and seeking health away from the allopathic model of the system. We are all sympathetically resonating with each other, with our bodies, with our hearts, with our brain waves, and we are quite literally erecting an entire new an entire new grid work. Okay, and this grid work has integrity because it's supported by the Saturn frequencies in our subconscious. Okay, so tying that whole thing together, there you have it. So I encourage you guys, you know, if you still have, if you still get triggered by Saturn, um, I encourage you to do some sort of shadow work practice to help you with these structures so you can let go of those past entanglements with the dark lords of Saturn that have, you know, committed atrocities against humanity and his innocence and stuff like that. And, and, uh, you know, do the holistic work around that. So you can be a ambassador for the star beingness that Saturn brings to us rather than that twisted inverted reality that Saturn dark Lords were bringing us. You see what I mean? You become an, an emissary, a, um, an ambassador for the star knowledge instead okay and we quite literally liberate the consciousness of saturn by doing that we do our part in liberating the consciousness of saturn because now we're no longer holding those dark lords and saturn in a particular re relationship of resonance to us right we're liberating them all right i'm going to take a couple more comments and then i'm then we're going to um, have to wrap up all right andrew says it's um it's in colorado the master the master is in the Boulder area. He's a nutritionist by trade and random being set up and random being set up, whoops, set up a meeting with him at his work and threatened him. Also said he didn't seem human. Oh, okay. All right. So Boulder is a dark Lord hotspot. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I said that out loud. That, all right. And the reason why, I mean, the the grid the the demonic grids are active there because there's a lot of satanic activity there i don't know if you guys remember jean benet ramsey that that was in boulder guys there is a very strong live and well cult movement um, dark force movement within boulder um so not that it's all bad it's not there's amazingness in boulders too but the the control system grid work is very strong there because there are people actively holding it together and enforcing it okay that's what i'm saying so uh, i'm not surprised um there are so many um people that geniuses that have brought free energy technology to boulder and they got swallowed up whole and their technology along with them i've actually had a couple clients um report to me one of them came to boulder because her husband discovered a way um discovered a way to create energy did you ever see that that one um back to the future movie where he upgraded the delorean where you just feed it garbage and it would create the, the energy it needed the something something point gigawatts it needed to facilitate time travel he created an incineration device like that where it um it created a hundred times more energy than it used and and you fed it garbage okay that technology i mean this is more than a decade ago that technology came to boulder and the company that that 
that seeded it and they completely got swallowed up whole done what invention okay there are stories so many stories like that um, about free energy devices because they get lured into a particular scene and then the scene just devours them usually destroying their life in the process if they live at all right so um it's it's really it's it's really an interesting shenanigans i think that um the shifting of consciousness will happen later on in boulder i know it's like opposite you think boulder would be super enlightened <laughs> <laughs> it is and it's not at the same time right it's it's because the reasons like that is because the polarity is very strongly held so you have really bright light and really dark dark and they're not integrated yet within that within that collective so so that's why that's why it's like that so i'm not like blaming anybody it's just the polarity field is really strong there still and and you know until you get people integrating with that integrating that within themselves and it's not going to change all right dear sister shanu says hi christina my friend's son is my friend's son seems to be channeling his voice and his talking about gaia um, and how she can help oh very interesting so that's that's cool um i would say I would hold I would hold a very um, hold space for the child when they're channeling just to make sure that the being they're intending to channel is the one that they're channeling. Sometimes other beings kind of like piggyback on. So so hold them in a really beautiful, pristine space while that happens. And when you're channeling Pachamama, when you're channeling a consciousness like that, it's not just words, it's downloads of understanding. So that means his whole body is transmitting those frequencies. So you'll be able to tell the authentic versus the imposter if that were if something like that were to happen. That's beautiful though, that's really amazing. Um, Raylan says, my grandchildren go to a preschool that is called forest school. All, ex all experiencing is outside, rain or shine. They are learning to be in touch with the elements of our natural world. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so jealous. I wish I knew about that when my kids were young. I would, I would totally have been on board for that one. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I just love that. Rain or shine, not just when the weather's nice, you go out no matter what, you know. All right, um, dear brother Andrew says the being had a blank, unblinking stare. He set um, the meeting up allegedly being interested in the master's nutrition program, but didn't speak of it once and then threatened him and walked out. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, there they go. Nine years old, the son is, yes. She's a bit concerned. Oh, okay. So she's a bit concerned. So is it because channeling in general scares her or because she doesn't know what's going on? Um, so hold on. I'm just tuning in just so I can give you some more direct advice on that. I understand why she'd be concerned. He's nine years old. Okay, so, you know, it seems like that um, this child has done this before. He's been, he's been a um, uh, official spokesperson before for the being that he's speaking for. And my sense is that he's speaking for a collective, not just Pachamama, but a collective of beings that um, have an agreement already for him to do that. Um, so this is, this is interesting because there's, there's an agreement with that. So that means... The, the advice I gave, stick with that, you know, uh, hold space. Don't bring fear 
into the frequency. Don't bring fear into his energy field because that will quite literally open the door for other things to come forward. So instead, you want to surround him with Wetakocha, with, you know, the golden sun above your head. If you want to learn about that, you can take, uh, if you don't already know about that, most people do, but um, I imagine you would. Um, we have a foundations class at the beginning of each month on Sunday. Um, to explore the use of that, but that that um, golden chakra just keep him surrounded in that his own his own energy and then mom's energy around that and maybe dad's energy around that. So there's a lovely um, nesting doll of cocooned loving energy that he is in that he's surrounded by while he's going through the channeling experience. That's that's how I would recommend proceeding. Um, if it freaks them out and they want them to stop, well, you know, then they're in for a battle because it's not an ego driver thing that the kid's doing it from. He's doing it from a soul level. And I'm going to recommend a movie. Dear Sister Starshine Rayellen turned me on this movie, but I, I think it's kind of relevant to what you're talking about here, Shanu. And the movie is called Throw Away Your Maps. Throw Away Your Maps. It's about a nine-year-old boy who was convinced that he's a reincarnated um, Tibetan sheep herder. <laughs> Rail and Derail and Sievert recommended this movie to us and we watched it. It's such a good movie. And it really says a lot about the power of one's spirit. Okay. So um so there's the advice about you know holding great holding a very clean loving space for him and then um, maybe some insight can happen with the with the family with the parents if they're a little bit more mainstream if they see that movie maybe that can help them ease up a little bit or maybe imagine a different a different way to relate to what's happening to their son with their son that's okay that's a really interesting thing to talk about all right then we have um, dear brother Andrew really good to know about the dark forces in Boulder we're going to talk to our master about that and see what he knows about it okay okay all right dear sister Joanne there there were free energy technology sources in the past via antenna antennae on what we call uh, cathedrals etc these days amazing information okay she's talking about the uh, Tataria theory if you guys don't know about that you can research it um, that's they're saying that pretty much all those beautiful cathedrals massive um, uh, gothic cathedrals and stuff were actually energy energy generating devices and um, and that there was a um, another civilization here on this planet that was taken over due to natural disasters and stuff like that. So you can check that out. It's um, the Tatar, Tataria hypothesis. All right, and dear brother Andrew says, I'm um, guessing energy centers like Boulder would attract practitioners of both light and dark magic. So that makes sense a lot that there would be dark forces here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and well, yeah, exactly. So um, Raylan says, it's called burn your maps. <laughs> oh, burn your Mars. All right. She means to say maps. Burn your maps, not your Mars. <laughs> Shani says, great. Thank you. Um, Andrew says, cathedrals and pyramids. Um, that stuff is fascinating. Yes. For me, too. Yeah, I, I find that stuff really interesting. Um, and it, there's actually a whole society called the Spiritual Pyramid. Pyramid. Spirit, wait a minute. Pyramid Spiritual Society, where they their entire premise is um, through meditation, vegetarianism, and um, meditation, vegetarianism, and pyramid technology. Those are the th only three keys humanity needs to bring peace to Earth. 
Okay, so uh, the, the vegetarianism obviously is to end the suffering of animals, right? And the um, meditation, of course, is to help end the suffering, you know, the mental, emotional suffering of humans. And then the pyramid technology is how to radically enhance the life and life force fields of the nature around us and the different resources we consume with the, um, enhance it with this kind of technology. So you can clean water, you can preserve, preserve seeds, you can, there's all sorts of implementation that can be done with the different kinds of pyramid technology. So it's a really cool movement. It's um, out of India, but um, if you guys are interested in checking that out, they're, um, you know, you, they have a lot of science that they share, um, pyramid science that they share. Um, Dear Shanu says, can you please explain a little bit more about the agreement her son has and with whom? Thank you. Uh, all right. I only have a few more minutes. All right. I'm, I'm totally over, guys. I apologize for going over. I'm, I'm just going to hang out here a little bit more, Shanu, and see if I can um, help them out a little bit. Yeah, you know, So what they're worried about is that he's being possessed or something, right? And that's not really what's going on. It's He's not being possessed. A possession is when you have an entity taking un, taking a person, taking over a person's bio suit without their um, permission, without their will, okay? So it's not quite like that. Um, the way I see it happening is that he has an information he has an information highway that goes directly to his system, not just from the core of the earth, but also from a um, from a central a central sun. And I'm saying a central sun because it could be even an alternate universe type thing. Um, I'm not seeing that part clearly, so I can't. I don't want to, you know, define if, if that's not what I'm seeing. Anyway, um, so this is different. You know, his ego driver gets out of the way and he lets the energy come through. You know, once he, there's a purpose for it. So once the purpose gets met, once he takes the action or the parents take the action that it needs to take, then, you know, the pressure of the channeling won't be so much. So it's happening at first because there's a point, there's a purpose, there's an action that needs to happen. And then after that, as the boy gets older, um, he will cultivate his own relationship to this energy and decide what to do. But um, I see that, you know, and until this, whatever this decision, whatever this this act that has to happen, until that happens, um, that channeling, that alternate um, state that he goes in, the voice changing and all that, that's going to continue to persist. So I guess what I'm saying is that it's trying. To, it feels like it's, they're trying to drive him to, or the the intention is to drive him to a specific moment and action, either his action or that of his parents, um, to, for them to do something specific. Um, and, you know, the parents are involved, too, so they, too, have agreements, right? They gave birth to this boy. That means the soul chose those parents to be part of his path. Even if he was adopted, the soul still chose his parents to be part of the path. So, it, And this is why I'm referring you guys to this movie, because the parents of this child had to grow. They had to heal themselves in order to be able to actually show up for their kid in the way that they needed to. Okay, so that's that's one of the deeper lessons within that movie is that this 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 boy was not going to let it go. He was not going to let it go. I mean, he went on to to dress like a sheep herder and to carry around toy sheep that he, that were of his herd. I mean, he was like obsessed um, what they thought was obsessed 
with his past life as a sheep herder and they had to, they had to um well I, I don't want to give it away because it's a really moving movie because they all had to go through a healing journey a reckoning within themselves and before they were actually able to show up in the way that they needed to show up for for their kid for their son and then things got better right so um i know i know it's it's hard especially when you're being faced with something you truly are afraid of or is really scary but uh it's there is a reason for it there's a purpose for it the ego driver is not the one in charge and the ego driver is not the one who is capable of seeing things clearly so that's the part that's getting that's the part that's scared the ego driver is powerless um, you know, that helpless feeling, all that stuff is going on. So um, this process, um, he, the, he's in a process. They're stimulating a process where both him and the parents are going to go through that healing journey. Well, they're either going to do it or they don't. If they do it, then, you know, it's going to come full circle and it will be a healthy relationship for him. And if they don't, then it could be more of a, a learning through trauma drama, right? And either way, they're going to, they're, they're on their path that they're on. They, they are doing it because the word's been spoken, so to speak. I hope that I hope that's helpful. All right, um, I have learned their meditation, and I've, I've learned their med their meditation and meditate using the pyramid. Oh, okay. So you've done the 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 pyramid society's meditation. Yeah, I have to take a session with you through a pyramid. Oh, <laughs> cool. All right, yeah, let's, yeah, come visit me. Say hi. I, you know, people stop by um, Astrally and say hi all the time. Um, I'm usually very, I'm usually very friendly. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm friendly host, so to speak. I say hi to those that visit. Joanne says, yes, part of the parenting education is the lesson of realizing that their children are their teachers as well. Yeah, beautiful. All right, guys, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of this conversation. It's really, really wonderful to be able to talk on these on at this level with a group of humans that totally are resonant. You know, we're just all that much stronger connecting with each other. And I hope that everything that we talked about it has been supportive for you and your process. Because um, remember, it's not about good, bad, right, or wrong. It's not about any of that. It's about you being in the truth, you, you being able to have your compass and trusting your truth what is the truth for you and um and absolutely love you guys thank you thank you thank you i'll see you guys uh next week <laughs> oh yeah by the way if you guys are interested in actually working um together we have that quantum reality shift program that's on our website lifebodyacademy.com and that is a uh, six-month commitment right off the bat and that is something where we help you learn how to use the tools of the quantum to change your life to make the life you want so I'm um, excited to share that with you guys. That's at Lightbody Academy and that's Quantum Reality Shift. Mwah, mwah. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Take care.